The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. No one left. Six of the John on Gale Thomas here Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Prime, aka Cremo, eleven and four in the building. And uh, you know, should bring up the graph, because that would be nice. Uh, I mean, we're eleven and four football team, and there's a reason why Brandy Graham is on this on this graphic because I feel like there's I feel like there's a two different spectrums in the locker room. You could you could be you could be a realist. You could be you could be um, Devontae Smith when uh, asked by uh, Zach Berman. Well, he said, uh, Devontae Smith, I'm not satisfied right now. We're not playing as good as an offense. I have all the confidence in the world that we can fix it. But we're running out of time. We got two weeks. We got two weeks to put it together. Just going out there and playing football. We have a lot of penalties. Still miscommunication. It is better than what it was, but we're still not playing to what we want it to be. We got two weeks. We're going to get it. We're going to get it fixed. We got two weeks. A lot of repetitive uh notes there. Uh now we have Brandon Graham, the elder statesman in the building, also a Super Bowl champion. He's the reason why the Eagles have a ring. Uh, we got we got to be building, building and getting hot at the right time. Like I told Jalen, man, I love seeing you smile out there because we all feel that. That's the biggest thing, making sure we're having fun. We know we have the players. Let's not make it not fun when, when we're winning. Don't let people on the outside make you feel like you all barely did this. There's no almost, no barely. Did we win or lose? And again, it's been it's been a it had been almost a month. Since the Eagles have won, the last time we did win was November 26th. Mm. So it's it's good to bring in Christmas with cheer and you know gifts for the family. You know, having a great ride. They didn't ruin Christmas, um, but where I mean, where do you guys at this moment stand as uh, Eagle fans? I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I've been surveying the uh, the Eagles landscape, uh, surveying the the Twitter timeline. And y'all are a bunch of Scrooges. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Uh, let's not overreact. This is where I'm speaking from. You, you, fans, Gale, Prime, you guys feel about this game however you want. But the way I'm taking it away from this is that uh, we were on a three-game slide. Uh, things were looking pretty ugly, and we got off that. Uh, now we are once again tied for the best record in the league. Of course, the game wasn't pretty. Of course, it. It, it, it was an ugly game. It was an ugly win. But guess what? We've had 11 of those this year. We got 11 wins this year. Um, and with with what Devontae said, I know there was a lot of people that were upset thinking that uh, Devontae Smith and Nick Sirianni were going at it on the sideline, that type of thing. That just shows me that Devontae Smith wants to win. He wants to get better. And that's where the mentality of this team is at. And that's exactly where it should be. We do have two weeks to get right. Um, this, this team isn't playing at a level right now where I think that we're going to be able to compete, but we have a roster of talented individuals and we have players that uh, seem to have the drive to want to get to where we want to get to. 
Um, I, I am not worried uh, right now. I am happy that we won this game yesterday. I'm not doom and gloom. Uh, we're 11 and four right now. Cowboys lost. Eagles won. We're in control of the division again. Uh, let's get excited, boys. There, there's no there's no need for negativity on uh, on Boxing Day. So you're a BG guy. Of course, of course. I mean, bro. I, yeah, I'm with you. I, I really am with you. Um, a win is a win. I mean, this is what the game is played for to get that win, and we got it. I'm absolutely all in with you on on what you're saying because of everybody. Us, the three of us wanted this win more than anything, man. We needed it. I mean, you said it. We haven't won since the 26th of November, I believe that's what was said. Yep, yep. And, and that's a very long time, man. I mean, we've been struggling to seeing this team play the way they've been playing. Um, things haven't been going our way with the outside of, you know, the conference and everything with uh, San Fran playing the way they're playing, Dallas playing the way they're playing. But this weekend, the tables turned a slight bit in our favor. I love it. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely watched a whole lot more football yesterday than I have in the past uh, three weeks. Um, I ended up watching all the games. And, hey, listen, man, I, I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm, uh, San Fran, I, I shit, I was even, like, really tempted to make a, a, a video of kind of like how Nick Bosa did. You know what I mean? Damn, I wonder, did Baltimore just expose the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah. They just, they got, they got know, the playbook out there. They, they just give everybody the playbook on how to be defeat, how to how to go to defeat your sorry ass. Yeah, because I mean that's you know they they kick your asses up and down that field. Baltimore was hungry and they showed it yesterday. And I'm glad I'm glad you know I mean they got a reality check. Um, seeing some of those fans in that stadium yesterday and some of the memes this morning on on social media, I love it. You know what I mean because hey, we were there. We've been there for the past three weeks. Look, yesterday's win was not the prettiest. Um, I love, I love the you know the the. The, the heated, I'm going to say, because I'm the one that brought it out to you guys. And I mean, like I texted you and I said, yo, there was some heat going on between Nick Sirianni and Devontae Smith, but I wasn't mad at it. Like, I mean, yo, they express, he expressed his feelings. Nick expressed it right back. And, you know, um, I think it's needed. It's definitely needed. These guys need to go ahead and they need to speak their mind. So by him speaking his mind yesterday, I'm not mad at it at all. And then, yeah, I heard Brandon. Brandon's right. Brandon is absolutely right. Like, hey, a W is a W. We're going to go ahead and take it any day out of the week and we needed it. We desperately needed it. I'm glad it came yesterday. And then today, you know, I ran into Jordan Mulata at the pro shop and I even talked about a little bit of the game with him yesterday. Uh, you know, shout out to him. He, gave, he, took, he took the time to go ahead and take a picture with my daughter, um, which was cool. And we talked, you know I mean? He said it, he said it straight up. He was like, man, it was an ugly win, but you know, we needed it. We just needed to go ahead and, and kind of get the momentum shifting back our way. And, you know, hopefully this will help us out for the next two weeks. But, we got some cleaning up to do. He said it to me just like that. He's like, we definitely got some cleaning up to do. I was like, look, man, just stay positive, you know what I mean? Just finish strong. Appreciate you guys regardless. And, you know, he he appreciated, you know, the comment. And, you know, he was very thankful for that. But, hey, listen, man, end of the day, you know, it's go birds. We got their backs. You know, we want to go ahead and keep repping all the way. They just got to go ahead and, you know, like Devontae said, two weeks now, really starts getting serious. But let's clean it up. Right now. You know, it's kind of weird not being at the stadium because usually we're down there setting up a tailgate, uh, curating a vibe before the game. So it was kind of weird being, you know, stepping away and, you know, just taking time to think. Actually, just sitting on a couch and watching the game. I always tell my family members, I'm like, you know, I don't this feels weird to me just sitting here and, you know, sitting here through commercial breaks or whatever. <laughs> it just was a weird vibe. But just overall, just looking at this team, um, just execute, you know, in the first half. You thought, you know, we started off 
nicely with a Britton Covey uh, return. I immediately texted uh, Pete Nathan um, after that return uh, as uh, Covey set up, you know, a, a scoring drive. It was very nice and easy touchdown right away. You're like, this, this is going to be great, you know. He but was feeling himself too on that on that second punt, bro. It's nice. That's that's you like the confidence, and um, it, it you, you you say you like the confidence, but you were a punt returner, and you, I know for a fact you were told never to do that. Well, I mean, if you got that's the juice, a risky you got the juice. play. That, that's, that's, <laughs> Very that's, risky. Well, when I saw him do that, that's I was like, yeah, he's <laughs> he really feeling himself. And I was like, I was like, it was a little proud moment, but the fact that he set up this team to score early was nice. But you, this thing about this team is like we execute sometimes and then we step off the gas sometimes we for go away from the run sometimes and then we'll, we'll go back to the run or like mm-hmm. um and the other thing is mental mistakes now you know as well as Jalen played well um but the for a, a qb mvp type caliber qb when he, you forget it there's timeouts you, I, that was a mental mistake where I'm like, Jalen, where where is your where is your thinking? Where's the thought process? Yeah, what's not clicking? What's not he, clicking he, on that? He definitely realized that you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You saw him patting himself on the yeah. chest, like, you know what I mean. My bad. That was my bad and everything. But I mean, look, Darlene. Uh, I want to go back to the comment that you guys had just had up, Darlene. I totally agree with you. I mean, I really think they didn't play that bad. The play calling was pretty good and. I'm glad we ran that ball because you see the outcome. You know what I mean? Like, yo, Swift was on point. We haven't had an 80-rush yard game out of him in a while. And yesterday he had, what, 20 attempts, 92 yards? I mean, that came at a clutch time. So yeah. pick just fixing those minor mistakes, the fumble between Z, uh, Z and, and uh, Boston Scott, um, and then, you know, the, the interception. I mean, like Goddard, he slipped, misplayed. Luckily, the guy with the defender was at the right spot at the right time, and you know, what I mean, he ended up intercepting the ball. You I, take you you take those two away from him. I still think we played pretty good ball. I also uh, I just want to know. Got, got got to address the elephant in the room, the negative Nancy Bob Downey from Down Under. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't be serious, Evan. We faced Devito and Tyrod, and it was a one score game. Um, what what happened to Devito? Did he got benched right? Yeah, because he couldn't yeah. do anything against our defense. <laughs> All right. All right. So we didn't, we didn't see, and I'm glad we didn't see the family on TV because I heard they were in the building yesterday. But man, I didn't know how much of this we were going to see yesterday. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I, I wanted to see more is uh, sacks out of the defensive line. Uh, you talk sure. about a, a defensive, uh, offensive unit who's given up the most sacks in the league. I think they're at 76 at this moment. Um, we did get one one sack out of. Um, Jack Leonard, uh, who had seven tackles on the day, I think he led the team. He felt a little rejuvenated in the the, you know, after the game. I, I you know, he got his his uh, I don't know, revenge game on the Colts or something. But he he was feeling himself, so I felt like uh, if you guys want to talk about some positives, I w- I want to talk about Primo's boy as well. Because if we're talking about positives, yeah. Um, I mean Primo, this this was your guy prior to the draft, Ringo, yes, Mr. sir, Mr. Keeley man. Ringo. Yes, sir. Uh, the past two games has really been uh, coming into his own. Actually, saved a um, saved the stat that was posted by uh, Thomas Peterson in uh, Keely Ringo's uh, first two starts in the NFL. He's had seven targets for four receptions uh, and nine yards allowed. Zero first downs, one game ceiling interception, and one pass breakup. 
that has been uh, the summary of Keely Ringo's uh, past two games. Listen, listen, I don't know where your guys' heads are at, but I'm kind of feeling like as we roll into the playoffs, it's like a Slay Ringo and then Maddox on the uh, slot. I I don't know where your guys' heads are at. But Bradbury, I think think I've seen enough, man. I've seen enough of Bradbury, but I'm with you. Because, you know, Ringo is definitely my guy, and it was all a buildup. You know what I mean? Like, he's been building himself up to this this moment that he's at right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm glad, you know, we, we ended up taking the risk. I know there was everybody kept on saying it was a risk drafting him. It was a risk draft. I'm like, okay, I got it. But hey, look, this is what the NFL is all about teaching these guys, you know, what I mean, what it is to be in the NFL compared to being in college. It's a whole different atmosphere. So I'm glad they took all these weeks and they really got him ready. And look, some of the players came out and they said it, yo, it's time for Ringo to get up on that field. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they listened. They brought him out. And look, you saw you, you just you just read the stats yourself, man. The kid is ready. He's hungry, and I think this is the perfect time to go ahead and bring him in. Two more weeks to get, you know, get him real loosened up and, and, and accustomed to the way things are and throw him right into the playoffs, man. Hey, we might have a shot with the fact that Maddox is coming back and Slay recovering from the uh, surgery. Mm-hmm. We'll be good to go. but And we need it just at the yeah. right time. I was listening to uh, Slay's podcast last week, and he was just talking about um, just how happy he is for the younger guys and how much – because he's like, you, you know, the amount of – you know, love and effort that they pour into these rookies. And he's like, anything they ask, I'm their biggest fan. Like, to, so he's like, to see Rick's out there balling, to see Ringo out there balling, that's a positive. And, and again, at the end of the day, we're getting to see some younger guys run around on the field, which is nice, adding a little juice to the to the engine on defense. That, and, and, and another guy that I uh, think has been coming into his own in the second half of the year is Nolan Smith, man. He's been flying around the field uh, at, at a much better. I mean, he's obviously getting more playing time, but uh, he's getting to the quarterback. He's blowing up plays, and also on top of that, the dude can hit, bro. For for a guy that is a relatively a smaller defensive lineman, that dude can lay the wood. Um, I was listening to um, Fletcher Cox talk about um, Matt P. Matt Patricia. He said um, he's a big fan. Um, he said uh, he, he's he's loving what he's bringing to the table. Um, off the field, he says, look, you know, the dude's got he's been nine Super Bowls, won four or five of them. He's like, what he adds to the table. Come on, the Brady effect. Um, yeah, you know, but he, <laughs> what I mean is saying as a defensive coordinator uh, underneath Belichick, um, you know, he, he likes what he's bringing to the table right now. So I think, uh, you know, if if any other other positives i like to say, I, Britton Covey again, mm-hmm. tremendous day. He, he, can I also just say for Britton Covey, just to really hammer it home, the difference in growth, he might be one of the most improved players on this entire roster from last year to this year. Like the, the jump that Britton Covey has made, albeit it's, it's special teams. It's just having opportunities to return punts. Caught a screen. He caught the screen yeah, as well. It, but I will say, uh, and I know we're talking positives right now. If I see one more screen to Julio Jones, I'm putting myself through a window, man. Like, oh, get I, ready to go through that window, man. I can't, it's like, I can't do stop. it anymore. That is driving me insane. The screen just won't the, stop. The man. tunnel screens to Julio Jones. And the worst part about it is when as soon as I saw him out on the field, I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you have the most predictable play be to like a, a 400 year old receiver? Oh, that, this guy. I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. Julio's a Hall of Famer, bro. Hey, but like, we mean, have bro. better options at speed and a tunnel screen. Okay. So I, I, I think you should be Jones. mad at how who's who's uh the way they're utilizing him. You know, I like, am a tunnel screen for Julio Joe. He's fucking enormous. 
Go up there and fight for the ball. That's what Julio does. Um, let's Go see. Go somebody. Um, I'm going to also give uh, props to Swift. Swift had that juice, man. He had a uh, – he um, – change of direction was on point. Um, speaking of Tyrone's play, the bad snap that uh, – That was crazy. Jalen picked up. That was nice. I, you know, her, I mean, uh, Kelsey's had some – some minor hiccups the last couple yeah. games. Yes. Bro, there's somebody to definitely get props to for yesterday's game. It's definitely game well as well. I mean, mm-hmm. yo, I know we've been kind of like coming down on him or his uh, the way he's been running the ball and then, you know, the fumbles and everything. But yesterday, man, the energy he had, 6 for 41, 6.8 average on each carry. I mean, bro, it, it was it was cool to see. I mean, Boston Scott, I don't know where the hell he was at. I was kind of hoping to see him yesterday, but – I, th- I, I don't think know. I, the whole fumble. He yeah, kinda... I guess that, exactly. It just definitely, you know, the momentum just definitely wasn't in his favor. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a love to Devontae Smith. I think he showed up big. He always shows up, and I, I think he's always level of consistency. They asked him about him hitting a thousand. He was like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Any anyone else care. feel for uh, Rackcheck brings up. Um... Swift's hurdle, and I was sitting there thinking, sitting there watching with my family on Christmas. I'm like, damn, that man has to go home and look at his family after getting hurdled on national TV. Man, that's just that's some cold shit. Yeah, if you get he, and, and, and he got hurdled like on a stand up, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. You can't be you can't be, get, be getting hurdled in front of the hose out there. <laughs> this is not a good look. Um, other positives, I, I say um, Dallas Goddard. Come on, bro. Dallas got her being back. Yes, yeah, Dallas got her. He, he's, he's utilization. I'm, 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 I say my positive is going to be Jalen hitting seven different wide receivers because we've been asking. I, I'm like, once you <laughs> once you hit these guys like uh, game well in the flats, and the, that's what we're looking for. What was it, Calcaterra on one plat, yep. pass play? Yep. Yep. This is exactly nice what we're fun. looking for. Yeah, your son. Did you, did you call him? I, I did. I, I had to congratulate him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Bob. Um, my my thing is when you when when the Eagles played the Raiders in that Super Bowl year. You what did you think of that game? Did you think that was a positive game? Did you? I, I, I also don't get a, like the that? whole like we. Oh, good job! You guys won the game. Like, isn't that wasn't that the goal this week? Is it win? <laughs> Yeah, it's, we definitely it's, it's not need to winning get back by enough. Win column, man. It's, it's not enough that we ha- are tied for the best record in the NFL. There, I, I don't know, man. Know. It just seems like Bob didn't get everything he wanted for Christmas. That's a good uh, coal in his stocking. Um, yeah, bit, he definitely has coal in his stocking. Looking at how the, the playoffs are set up for the NFC uh, right now, <clears throat> we have the uh, 49ers sitting up there at number one, two, the Lions. The Lions loss. Um, we can get back up there to two. If the Eagles win out, um, and then we have the Cowboys at sitting at five, and then uh, we have the lovely uh, Buccaneers and the Rams and the Seahawks bringing up the pack. So who's uh who's I was gonna say the four is uh, the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, I I, I think that there is a uh, there's an opportunity for us to once again be get that one seed, man. And uh, on top of that, I, I said a couple weeks ago, I think it was after our second consecutive loss. Um, the eye opener for me looking across the league is that I said that I think that there's legitimately six different teams that could win the Super Bowl this year. I don't think that there's a clear cut favorite 
uh, sitting here. I think it's really kind of open for whoever wants to go up and grab it and get hot at the right time. We're not hot at the right time right now. We need to get hot. Um, but we have the time to do so. Mm-hmm. And um, I, st- I still think that that statement stands. I mean, just looking across the league, I think there's a number of teams that could walk away with the Lombardi this year. Yeah, bro. I agree. I can't not, not taking nothing away from the other teams. I mean, Ravens got, got a us. legitimate shot, bro. Who's that? The Ravens. Lamar oh, look good, Ravens, man. Yo, Ravens look yeah, good. Got, look I mean, good. yo, I think, I think Lamar Jackson, yo, the, the MVP candidate uh, conversation definitely shifted his way last night after the way he played. The way he was zipping that ball, I mean, the way he was moving around, I mean, he had some Mike, Mike Vick instincts in him last night that was just crazy, man. Mm-hmm. And, yo, uh, I'm, I, I still feel that there's one more loss in San Fran. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to sleep on the next two teams. Yeah, and yeah. The, I'm definitely yeah. looking at the Rams. But you know, you know who I'm sleeping on that we're we're, pro- we're we're Washington Commanders fans for the next two weeks. <laughs> you know who I'm sleeping on that I, I see the national narrative. You're like, you know, they could pull it off. Listen, the Browns are a really good team, but don't tell me Joe Flacco's winning the Super Bowl, bro. Come on. <laughs> 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 playing fucking two years. Like it's, the wheels are gonna fall off. Yo, yeah, these come on. These, these sports analysts are wild, man. For the past couple weeks, bro. But they're a good team, and maybe you know next year they could be in a better spot. But I want a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco in 2023, man. Come on. Yeah, shout, out to, shout out to Marissa. She was down at the stadium, uh, enjoying her time. Texas is own Marissa. Um, I heard. I heard the scene was wild at the at the tailgating scene early on in the day. Um, did you, Ab, Did you miss cooking cheesesteaks for a second? Um, did you? Would you have I mean, dreams about I'm making not, cheesesteaks? I, I, uh, I, I honestly didn't. If I'm being honest with you, I. Uh, <laughs> That's what I, we I, want, man. Just be honest. <laughs> I, I just, I, I enjoy family time, man. Oh I, yeah, uh, I, man. I was very happy to spend time on Christmas with my family. See now, that's the kind of answer that I want from Sirianni, and and hurt sometimes. Just be, just be blunt, you know. <laughs> just be blunt. I, I I like a little blunt comment here and there, just to show, just to show me that it's real. Um, any any uh, your best Christmas Eagle, Eagles present that you got? Um, well, I will say I, I'm I'm gonna throw you know this in there as well. My sister ended up giving me. Uh, my sister's got one of them screen press things uh, and she uh, she made me a nice uh, custom eagles hoodie but on top of that in the in the gift wrapping she asked me to officiate her and her fiance's wedding so I, i'm very honored by that and uh i'm, I'm lo- really looking forward to that yeah you're this that would be your second wedding you that'll know? be my second wedding i've been fishing so if you want to hire evan to marry you the weddings <laughs> and uh, looking forward to that. So thank you, get, you to Lindsay you get, and Jake. Do you get shaved for that? You shave your shave your beard for that? You get a clean shave. I'm not gonna, for go, full, I'm not gonna go full clean shave. I'll, I'll I'll clean up the uh the chassis as I like to call it. But the chassis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the chassis. Okay. Um, but let's uh, the biggest negatives from the Eagles win versus the Giants. Um, I, I think it's 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 uh just the overall chemistry in the locker room right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of people. I said uh, at the start of the show that I don't entirely hate how Devontae Smith is upset that we're not at 100%. Um, but it's it's kind of hard to ignore the fact that uh, this locker room isn't exactly gelling at the right time right now. There seems to be a lot of miscommunication. Um, it seems like at times that Nick Sirianni just looks lost in the sauce. Uh, so I, I just need uh, players and uh, and coaches to absolutely buckle in these next two weeks and uh, prepare for a ride, man. That's uh, that's that's my takeaway. 
Mm. I mean, we still got to go ahead and play discipline, man. Um, uh, you know, we got to definitely uh, calm down on the turnovers, um, and and the the penalties. I mean, they were they were they were hurting us. Um, and we you know we 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 got to have more confidence on you know our backup. So like yesterday, I seen like the one play that Blankenship. I don't know where his mentality was at, where his head was at. I mean, you're the safety, bro. There's nobody else after you. So where were you at at that moment really was, like, mind-boggling. And then uh, there was another one with Ricks where Waller got by him. Nobody was there to cover, but he didn't catch it. You know what I mean? It was just a little mm-hmm. bit uh, too high for him or, or a little bit short, I think it was. Um, those are those are the type of plays where we just got to start, like, really communicating. So, if you know, these guys just really got to work on those those play callings, um, knowing that they got to go ahead and step into the position at the right time at the right moment. Those are the things that we definitely got to work on. I saw a lot of that. Um, but, you know, you fix those things up at the right time. Hey, we could play some lockdown football and, you know, in, in the playoffs. And, and I wouldn't I wouldn't take nothing away from this guy. My biggest negative, uh, probably just the mental mistakes. You know, like uh, there was that play where Jalen Carter was left on the field, which extended their drive. Um, you can do that to a Giants team that is a bad offense, but right there you do that to a 49ers team, high-powered offense. That's an extra score. You, you, you talk about, um, you know, I know Malata had a penalty on one of those plays. I know, uh, I mean, the, we talked about Jalen's, you know, not knowing, I mean, but, you know, that you didn't have a timeout. I mean, we, that's a t- that is a McNabb moment where he didn't know the overtime rules. There's yeah, something just I got, thought of uh, J.R. Smith. I don't know about you, but you remember, oh. you remember Le- that that meme of LeBron looking at him like, "Yo, why are you not? Do you not know the score of the game, bro? Come on." Um, now, Rakshak says his negatives: wide receiver screens, mm-hmm. turnovers, D line not getting to the QB, offensive play calling and design could be slightly better. Hurts trying to do too. Hurts trying to do too many things. Um, the other thing is, you know, we t- we we've been asking for them to go under center all year round. Uh, we're like second to last in the league from uh, plays under center. We have like fourteen on the year, like f- I think five passing plays mm-hmm. under center. You would think with uh, Hertz's mobility, you know, the bootleg. We had a nice throw to um, Goddard. That looked nice. Some uh, some under center action, and then the way that we set up our runs, man. You know, out of shotgun, he was behind Jalen. It makes it less a little bit less predictable, which is hopefully have they have a slew of plays they're bringing in formations and. I I, I was enjoying the um. I think we saw one instance of it last night, but it was both uh, DeAndre Swift and Boston Scott in the backfield at the same time. I want some more of that, man. Just, just some more misdirection. You don't know which way the ball's going. Same. Now, Ray says, my concern, offensive chemistry, start breaking pieces. Hurts never never look at the tablet, see what it can fix issues. He's too like busy being a GQ model. Just silent. <laughs> the funny thing is, as Eagle fans, we will try to make something out of one three-second camera shot. We will. <laughs> we will. It just is it's a story. I think uh, the prime was like, yo, did you see uh, Sirianni and, and Devontae, like – and then somebody screenshotted AJ, who was just glancing over, and like, and people on Twitter are like, I know that look. <laughs> <laughs> and then AJ did not; he refused to speak to the media. He's like, rather take a fine and say anything bad. So you know, we're all good with that. I'm I'm fine with it. I know that there was a lot of people that were upset by it. Um, 
I, I listen. I think that all of this uh, anger and frustration that is happening on the team isn't necessarily a negative thing. I think it is uh, a bunch of guys on this team that want to get better, that want better for their offense, and knows that their potential is higher. Um, I I wish that every player on this team had that mentality. Um, you know, rather than there have been in the past few weeks uh, players that stand up for themselves rather than uh, you know. Uh, being a captain and, and taking it for the team. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at it at all, man. I mean, the guy, you know, he knows himself better than anybody. So if he felt like yesterday was just not the right time to go ahead and let loose, and, and the best thing was to just walk away and accept the fine, you know, I mean, knowing he's going to get fined for it, hey, I'm I'm all for it. Um, they're frustrated, and you still see the frustration. You see it in the sideline. You see it in their in their faces. Um, you know, so they they they. They know they have they could play better ball than the way they're playing right now, and that's all they want. And I can't be mad at them for wanting that. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm good on how they feel. I don't I don't think Bob has wrote a single comment without an insult in weeks. Honestly, everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Bob, knock it off. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. You want blunt? Shut up. Oi. <laughs> Oh, uh, Blue Mini says uh, Smith's, Smith's unhappiness is understandable. AJ's is confusing. Who is he referring to with his comments? I'm not sure. Uh, I, my, my thing with Smitty is the thing I love about Smitty is he's 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 always locked in. You know what I mean? Smitty's always locked in. So I feel like he comes from a program, a winning program, where he won a national championship as a freshman with a, a game-making play. He, he's got that in his DNA. So he – he can sniff out a winner. I mean, he's been on enough championship teams to know what it takes. So I feel like after going through last season and losing the Super Bowl, you know, you, you, you're only so many small plays away from winning a game. This is what it takes. It's little things. Yeah. No, and, and that's, that's exactly where I think the source of the frustration is coming from. I think that we have kind of um, – we've gotten away with uh, a lot of wins – I'm not afraid to admit that maybe we shouldn't be 11 and four. There have been some close games that, you know, things have gone our direction, but ultimately we're in a great position right now. And if we were to not just strap in and try and take advantage of it, it would, uh, it, it would be the sign of a weak team. I'm, I'm hoping I'm holding out hope that we've got uh, a mentally tough team, even though it's been a while since we've seen it. Now, Kylie said, was that the most yards Covey has ever done yesterday? Well, that is, that is his career long, uh, opponent, 54 Dude, he, yards. He's, he's fighting like hell to get in that end zone, man. I feel like he's had so many long returns and just hasn't been able to cross the uh, cross the goal line. 
and, that, that's, man. and that dude's a new dad too so like i guess the guy's not probably getting enough sleep <laughs> he's going out there and doing the same prime with no stuff about that um um but other than that i think um just in general i think <sighs> where this team goes is going to be ex- I'm, I'm gonna say exciting because i feel like it's about piecing together wins it's about you know finally connecting and doing some things that whatever makes you guys feel comfortable. I, I'm, I'm looking solely at the offense. I'm not yeah. even, I'm not even looking at the defense because I feel like they're built to, they're a defense that's built when you got leads. And I, I think one thing to keep in the back of your mind too, is that like, we are so hyper-focused on this Eagles team. But I think that if you like, if you look across the league, is the grass really greener? Cause I'm, I'm watching the 49ers last night and everyone was telling me that they're a shoe in to be in the Super Bowl, And then Brock Purdy's throwing four picks. I think that it's a week-to-week league, and that's exactly the type of thing. That type of luck might be what get us back to a Super Bowl. Who's to say that in a week-to-week game, you know, there's not an upset in, a, in the divisional round or in the NFC Championship game, and all of a sudden our next opponent is that much easier? Um, who knows, man? This, this, anything could happen this year. Um, I really think that the Super Bowl is wide open, and, um, you know, we are setting ourselves up in a position to go get. Somewhere, somewhere someplace in Australia – Bob is typing. You're delusional, Evan. He's ready. He's ready. Shout out to Adam from uh, Texas. Um, we, we met him down there in Texas, in Dallas. He said uh, Texas was in the house last night. Place was electric. Talking about electric, the crowd was cheering on uh, the idea of running the ball, mm-hmm. in which they did. I feel like we get through, go through the same narrative every year that we bully fans, bully the Eagles' offensive coordinators into what running the ball we've asked for what some pre-snap motion mm-hmm. they did that you know move the ball a little bit we asked so, them some to, some mid-range passes play from under center yeah we got some of that like what like why does it take us the fans and again like people will say the media i don't you know we're fan on the over here yeah yeah but yeah. like why does it take us to like why have you not seen like we're, we're second to last in motion pre-snap motion uh, utilization of the middle of the field has been lacking mm-hmm. um, route concepts little predictable inside zone runs predictable out of mm-hmm. shotgun uh, and there, there is also some eye fucking of the receivers going on. Too. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there's been there's been eye fucking of AJ Brown all year long, and that's that's been yeah. a, a huge deterrent. But like you said, there were seven different receivers uh, that caught a pass in this game. I think that's a step in the right direction. I think you got to continue to spread the ball around and keep the defenses guessing. You have weapons on this team. Um, listen, what what about like a, an end around with Quez Watkins? I mean, his speed is next level. Uh, I'm afraid to get him the ball deep. I'm afraid to throw him the deep ball. However, an end around, when the ball's already in his hands, I'm not opposed to. I, I don't want him on the field. Got... <laughs> this is coming from a guy who's made some shoes for Quez Watkins. There's a point in time he where... didn't post them. <laughs> there is a point in time where you, you reward the players like... Oz who do something with their snaps. So that it, he, got, he got one snap. Did he get one snap last week? Quez or Oz? Quez. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't I, think so. I, I just don't. I, at this moment, I we I know what he is right now. Until he gets his confidence back. Jack? Major Jack. Uh, well, Oz is out there uh, making a difference blocking. 
at least. You see the Devontae Smith touchdown? Yeah. I also saw the uh, Boston Scott play, which was like, come on, man. It was just it was fluky. He got blocked into him. But it was like one of those fluky moments where you go use the bathroom, you come back, you're like, all right, where are they, where are they at? What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, who's going to be uh, your offensive MVP from uh, – from that previous game? Mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. Uh, I think, uh, you know, finally getting the ball back in Swift's hands. Um, the dude, like, that, that's what makes me so upset every time that, um, like, Swift has a good game, but I end up coming away from it. Like, why are we not using him this much every single week? I mean, you look at the talent that he has. He's good at catching the ball out of the backfield. He's good at making guys miss, um, you know, making a play out of nothing. I don't understand why we don't use him more, uh, but Swift is is my MVP. I mean, we did put him on a damn tomato pie. We, we did, did put, put him on a tomato pie. We did we did put out there uh, run the ball? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do have a uh, talk about yourself. We do uh, we do have the better Swift uh, of of all the Swifts that involved in NFL games. Bro, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Gainwell, and, and but but hear me out. The reason why is because it gave Swift that breather, and they mm-hmm. found confidence in Gainwell yesterday on doing so. In the past games, they really didn't have that much confidence in him and, and other guys because it was just like, is it going? Are we going to get a turnover? Are they going to get a loss of yards or what? So that's why they kept on pushing Swift a little bit more. But being able to take him off the field to bring somebody else yesterday and do their part and hold it down for that little breather or two, I mean, Gainwell did his thing yesterday. I think you're going Gainwell just because it's the only opportunity he's ever had the the chance to be player of the game. <laughs> Gainwell. Uh, That's fine, man. You, know, <laughs> you, you, you want to throw that out there? I'm, I, listen, I'm not going to. It, it, it is what it is. Got to get. I'm Run. trying to spread love, man. It's the Eagles. season. It's the season. This is, again, this is Evans. This is Evans. Hoodie I've been right looking here. for that. This is, and it smells like uh, '90s cologne. Um, <laughs> and I'm wondering, do you want me to wash this or give it back to you? I just want it back in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I was like, at first, at first, I thought it was my hoodie. I was like, Yeah, what the? I don't smell like I'm this. Wear this whack ass cologne. <laughs> what is this? Your car smelling. He's good. <laughs> he got that Marshall's cologne on, son. Um, yo, my my MVP is probably. Uh, I'm gonna go with Devontae Smith. Smitty? I just felt I felt like he brought a level of juice to the table. And he, I think his game and his talk all correlate with each other. Like he he always shows up. So if if Smitty talks, everyone's gotta listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smallest no, guy, second to the smallest guys in the locker room to go ahead and talk and really express the way he did yesterday. Bro, that's my respect, you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure, you know, the veterans and the captains and whatever in that locker room is definitely listening to that boy because you don't hear Smitty talk. That's just the thing. He's quiet. You know what I mean? He plays the game. That's it. And for him to come out, yo, that, that that's a lot, man. That's a lot. Jersey John says he would like to see Malata at fullback for a play and plow the road. That would be nice in the Super Bowl. You see, give me- see in the picture of uh, the size of my Lotta next to Prime's daughter was fun. Yeah, it was oh, wild. Right? <laughs> oh, show them what. You got it on your phone? You got it on your phone? I do have it on my phone. <laughs> and for one that thing, so I mean, she's get, she's growing every every time I see her. Yeah, she, she's getting big, but I'm my Lotta like, makes her look. <laughs> she's, she is she is definitely uh, – that's her. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did she did she uh, talk to him in an accent? She did. She did. Did she really? She she was like, well, she didn't say it in an accent. She was just like, you're a really tall guy. (laughs) He was like, thanks, mate. Yeah. But me and him, like I said, me and him started talking. I mentioned the mask to him again. He said he actually, he was like, I actually have it in the car right now. I had to bring it out because I got more stuff that I threw in the locker room. I was like, I I respect that. Yeah. But um, no, he, you know, he was real down to earth. She enjoyed it. And she got a couple more pictures. She actually, uh, she actually enjoyed herself out there today. Yeah, it was was a good time. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to uh, Amaya. Shout out to Kyle too for the uh, the backdrop. And, yeah, uh, man, just the backdrop, yeah. Cool. The backdrop is killing it. <laughs> she got it, man. See, she these are the moments. These are the moments yeah, that you appreciate. You, you're, you're making sure that she becomes a diehard Eagle fan. Yeah, and I mean, look, going back to what we were talking about earlier, not being at that game yesterday. Yeah, it did feel weird, but bro, I I wouldn't trade it for the world for the time that I was able to spend with my kids. Um, getting up in the morning, seeing them open up their gifts, like. Hey, sometimes we need a break, man. Just like the players, you know, us fans, we need a break. We need a break from all this stuff. We, we, we've, the three of us have given a whole lot, man. We've given a whole lot. We will continue to give a whole lot. Don't get us wrong, but one, one game does not go ahead and make us a break. It's like, it's just, we need a break. And, you know, I love my bed and my wife made it very clear. You go to that that, that Christmas game. <laughs> so I love my bed. So um, no problem. You're right, so babe. <laughs> I, I have to ask you guys: uh, what was the proper planning in the uh, in the Saunders and Concepcion household as far as eating dinner prior to this game? I was a little bit disappointed in the Hearn family. I got to be honest with you. Are they late? Oh, we, we, sat, we sat down for dinner at four twenty-five, and I was oh. like, "Gosh, oh, oh no!" It was. It was oh rough. no! Four twenty-five. Uh, yeah. It was. We it, it was, we, we normally do uh, a traditional breakfast with my mom. Well, with my mom or wife cooks breakfast for me and the kids um this year she cooked breakfast for me and the kids and then we ended up catching it with my mom's but for dinner my mother-in-law shout out to my mother-in-law uh they had um some turkey but she actually brought it out at halftime nice. she actually brought it out at halftime you know what i mean so That's she she, she showed love she knew she oh, knew wow. i was uh MVP you know what i mean i was into the game and everything so she brought it out at halftime not even an appetizer for the the first half? No, I mean they they bro, you know, come on, we go to the games all the time. We don't really eat while we're at these games, wow. while we're watching these games. So no, they were offering, don't get me wrong, they definitely were, but I was not eating anything. I was game mode, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh Bob with a trust free moment. He says, I hate that we are eleven and four. Now he, he he's paused for a second to think about the next step. He says, Because what is wrong? Quote Sirianis. Probably won't get fixed till middle of next year. We're wasting the last season of guys like Kelsey and Cox. But I think I think this the top of of conversation behind the scenes. I, I think Howie's well aware of what's going on, and and you don't. A lot of you fans don't really talk about Howie on game day and his hand in a lot of setting rosters and having certain guys play out there. Howie is very involved. Yeah. So like when you you know. He's part of the equation. It's not just a Sirianni thing. Because we when we first got here, we always said, well, I said he was he was like a you know Fisher Price head coach. His first time, you got the little train wheel, how he went inside, and then Larry like, I see you. Yeah, I um I really think uh, Bob, I'm not gonna say that you're even entirely wrong. I think that there is a possibility that um 
you know, may, maybe Sirianni isn't the guy. And maybe you're right in that, like, it takes until midway through next year uh, to figure that out. But where we stand right now at 11 and four, I don't know what else you do. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me to be in a position where we could be a contender right now. And then we just ditch the head coach. Uh, I get it. I get, I get that. This is probably Kelsey, the core guys there last year, uh, but we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Uh, we, we uh, this is our team uh, going into this year. And if, you know, Sirianni has any success in the postseason, he's also going to be here again to start the next year. Um, what I would like to see if things go South is I would like to reevaluate the coordinators. I would like to get a more experienced offensive coordinator rather than just, you know, a guy that is buddies with Jalen hurts, um, you know, in, in, in that position, because obviously Nick Sirianni needs help in, in the play calling aspect of the game. Um, but, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong, Bob. It's just, I'm hoping for the best. You know what? Someone else that needed help was, uh, our, our Twitter comments or X comments got a little message from uh, StreamYard that X comments can now, now be on the screen. So uh, there's a little positivity there. Wow. Shout out to Wes. He says, simply cut the turnovers and this team can absolutely make a deep run. I, I Think about it. We gave them two scores last week. We talk about the Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. All three of our G's uh, in uh, Jalen Hurts. Demonte and AJ fumbled. Um, all all these games, we've, we've we've turned the rock over. And again, as you saw, Brock Purdy light up the Christmas tree. <laughs> it was nice to see them lose, but like the way they they did it, in the, in the yeah. fact that we've he been we've been, we've been hearing about how how badass the 49ers were. Uh, I, I, I talked to Tim. You know, his wife's huge. Uh, 49er fan, he he got the last laugh on Christmas. <laughs> he, I wanted I wanted to laugh, but I was being nice. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know that that's a tough scene right there. If you if your wife's a 49ers fan at this moment, yeah, yeah. that's that's definitely a tough scene. Like like you you take out the garbage. Like what? Mm. You want take you out take the out the garbage? Your team's <laughs> garbage. Why don't you take out the garbage? I would be making bets all week. <laughs> Um, let's see. What else do we have? We uh, who was your unsung hero from uh, last last week? I think it's a guy that I picked a lot this year. That's my man number four. That's uh, Primo's Primo's coworker, Mr. Jake Elliott, <laughs> his co-host. Uh, Jake Elliott, what are you? Dude's been money yesterday? all year, huh? How many? Had four yesterday. Yeah, a ton. Four. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. The dude has been money all year, and that's why, like, exactly like situations like last week where we, you know, just need to get into field goal range to have an opportunity to put us into overtime, and then Jalen ends up throwing a punt down the field, uh, and it ended up getting picked off. Um, I think we got to lean on our playmakers, and I, I think that if you are just looking across the league, we've got one of the better kickers in the NFL. Uh, don't be afraid to use them. Don't be afraid to take points because uh, you never know how the the game is going to play out, and you could need you could use those three points every time. Shout out to AJ, the voice of an angel. Uh, she says Sirianni won't be there long term, but we we got him for another another year, five year term. Um, my thing is, uh, you you know how how he rolls, you know how Lurie rolls. If they're not, you know, if they're not one hundred percent, you you'll know. 
you know. Uh, but AJ also says she saw Prime on NBC Philly with Barkan. Uh, you want to explain to people who who don't know what she's talking about? Oh yeah, I mean, again, um, just a little little skit that uh, I got I got uh, asked to be a part of with Mike Barkan, um, you know, representing uh, Toyota, one of the Toyota vehicles. Um, we took a ride around. Um, what's that? The, the park across the street. Um, and we did a little slight interview. He was interviewing while we were taking a ride, and uh, the surprise at the end of the ride was, you know, catching up with my my new co-host, uh, Jake Elliott, and you know, got to know him very well. You know, I mean, it turns out that uh, he is literally right down the street from where I play baseball during the summer, and we talked, and he's going to be uh, popping up to some of my games this summer. So kind of oh, looking shit. forward to that. He's going to be um, a prime cheerleader. My man, yeah, my man's a real down to earth dude. I mean, he's. He's definitely, um, you know, he like when these guys say they're in football mode. They he was definitely one that expressed how zoned in he is into the season, and he made it very clear. Like, it's never no disrespect or anything like that, but he has his version. So, like, just consider like when a pitcher's pitching a no hitter, he's that one guy who sits away from everybody as that game is going along. He's that guy when he's when it comes to kicking a field goal to extra point, whatever it is. He made it very clear that he stays away from everybody so he doesn't hear the chattering. He's staying focused, and that's why he's clutched the way he is. So, big, you know, I mean, big props to my man because my man has definitely been clutched for us this year. So that that who's your unsung hero? My unsung hero, bro. I'm, and here's another one that's gonna probably never fall into any of these categories ever again. And I'm gonna go with Calcaterra, bro. Um, <laughs> yo, he played a good game yesterday, and he played blocking. He blocked very well, especially on the one uh, swift run, and he had two for twenty one, two clutch catches yesterday. I, so that, that one I'm, that was an insane play where Jalen exactly so man. here's the opportunity for a man that might not get this category ever again for the yeah, season. Yeah. <laughs> Rack Shack's with you. Rack Shack, uh, there you go. See, uh, I, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Covey, because I felt like his ability to set up the first score that makes a huge difference. Uh, I just think getting that's how, that's how you start a game. That's how like a Hassan Reddick sack, a Covey return. That's that's how you juice up the crowd as well. Um, you, you know what I would like to see more of that uh, it happens to us all the time, but I feel like we never make it happen is batting balls down at the line, the defensive line. I feel like Jalen this year has had a tremendous amount of balls that guys are just sticking their hands up in, in passing lanes. Uh, I would like the Eagles defensive line to, to do more of that because I feel like it happens to us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Andrew asked, do you guys feel the window is closing with our two lines being dominant with Kelsey, Graham, and Cox probably being gone next year? I don't, I'm not going to say it's closing. It's a changing of the guard situation. They're handing off the baton. And I think the leadership, you know, this is going to test the leadership on this football team. Who are going to be the new leaders? Obviously, losing a guy like Kelsey. Well, I feel like it's still play if you wanted to. I feel like yeah, uh, sure. I think Graham and I think Graham and Cox – those guys are huge for that that defensive front. You think um, Jurgens is sitting there like retire, old man? Fuck out of here. <laughs> I no, think listen, I, if, he, if he is saying that, that's definitely amping him up because that boy is playing bad, you know, better football every time. Um, I think with the draft coming up, I, I'm hearing a lot about this is the draft for offensive tackles. When you're thinking about replacement for. Um, a guy with guard versatility, that would be nice that you could a tackle that you can bring here that play guard or something. Uh, that would be kind of cool if because this is the year to do it. No love for the other Johnson, Fred. 
you know, it's, yeah, he's coming along, but I feel like you need you, you need more. No, I was, I was if, if, you need to you need to beef up. You know, you, I mean, how many team? How many Johnsons can one team have? <laughs> you know, they got you one. Already cock. got a Cox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now the whole uh, Rashad Penny thing, Rashawn Penny thing. It's almost like you forget that his name is actually Rashawn. Rashad. 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 Yeah, you yeah. That's how long it's been. It's he's been R A S H A A D That is a good uh, trivia question. Spell Rashad Penny. Everyone would get it wrong. Um, but the fact that he's been Han Soloed for you Star Wars fans, he has been frozen, and we don't know what to get from what, what what's going to come out of. Is there any moment? Are is there any moment in the season that we're going to see him play? Is a niche joke, but it might be like an Emi Odoka situation. Do you remember that? The old uh, Boston Celtics head coach? Why he got fired? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's weird as hell. I, I honestly, during the offseason, I was actually thinking that he was going to be heavily, heavily involved in our offensive scheming. I thought him and uh, DeAndre Swift were kind of going to be a, a two-headed monster. And that uh, Gainwell and... Uh, Boston Scott were essentially going to be picking up the scraps. Uh, no offense to them, but I just, I mean, looking at the body of work that both Rashad Penny and uh, DeAndre Swift have, have, have done in their careers, I thought they were going to be the guys. Um, so this is, it, it's been shocking to me all year, but it's one of those things that um, I, I don't see how he gets unhan soloed at this moment. He's been, he's got no reps whatsoever. Are we just, are we just going to like take him off of ice and you can say, all right, Go get it done. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do the Rashad. Well, I mean, thing. Han Solo came off of ice and he started whacking. That's Han Solo. Like that We're talking about Rashad. <laughs> now, Helena asks, um, Jar Jar Binks. Do you think Sirianni has, has lost the locker room? No, I, th- I think that's an over. I think it's an overblown thing that that people are trying to push right now because we're in a moment where the team feels like it's uh, it's it's got a lack of direction. Um, yeah. I know Bob's gonna come at me. Saying that for for putting Eddie's report uh, behind Nick Sirianni, but listen, he has been he's been a good coach here. We've had good records. We continue to win. Um, listen, uh, things might seem uh, like they're not cohesive right now, but we're not the ones that are actually inside that locker room. And I know for a fact, if we start rattling off some wins, um, there's going to be people that are saying the exact exact opposite of what they're saying right now. That oh, well, you know. Eagles went 14 to three. They look ready for the, uh, they are, they look 13 to four. They look ready for the postseason. blah, blah, blah. Uh, Nick Sirianni, such a player's coach. That's what people are going to be saying. If we, if we end up winning again, um, we're just, we're prisoners of the moment. I believe. Blue mini says, I'd like to see Jalen double pump to fake out any lineman who may try and block his past the line. I think teams are really trying to funnel him to the middle, um, and force him to, Make plays. I think the one thing I wanted to bring up about um, Jalen Hurts and the blitz, I think he did a better job this week. But I still feel like they have to scheme up more hot routes for him, especially over the middle. I, I, I feel like if Brady – I mean, not I'm not saying that Hurts is Brady, but I'm saying, like, you know, you get, you're getting paid $50 million a year. If you see the blitz coming like they were bringing it, Last week, mm-hmm. other quarterbacks here chomping at the bit. They're like, all right, I got an audible for you. you know, I'll get it out quick. But I feel like 
Jalen is is kind of like a. I'm not gonna say he's. Um, I'm trying to think of the right words. He he has the ability to escape at any time. So there's yeah. at times I feel like his mobility is coming back. I just watched the whole cut up of his runs early on in the season. And look, he he, he looked like he was running in oatmeal for the last <laughs> you know, early. And I, I remember what Ev had told me. He's like, I feel like he's running. There's Slower something. Than he was like and and I, I was like, ah, you know, but after seeing a all his run plays back after he, he was running in molasses. And I think yeah. uh, that injury is injury has been a bigger factor to I'm not gonna say the downfall of our um some of the plays, but it's just like he doesn't have that same juice that he had. He's getting it a you, little bit. Do you think it's a little bit weird though that like he did get that knee brace off, but like there's still that like I feel like once that knee brace came off where that, that was kind of an indication of okay, the knee's all better, and I was expecting that speed to come back, but I feel like he's still not at the speed he was playing uh running wise last year. Yeah, I mean, you kind of you kind of see that he, there's something there, you know. What I mean, and just like AJ, did you guys notice how he was like really slow getting up yesterday? Oh man, he was like, hurting, what, man. I'm sure. kind of like questioning: is is there something going on with him, man? Like, it's <laughs> I, I don't know. But I was also kind of like sitting there thinking, I didn't know what to think of AJ because I thought it was it was either one of two things. I was like, it's either he's definitely banged up; it's been a long season; he's taken a lot of hits, or I was like. I've seen wide receivers before where I feel like they kind of get up and hobble just to be in the in the the mind of the defender that's covering them and uh, make them think that they're not necessarily a threat. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the the ball snapped, they're one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Who knows? Could have been playing a, a, a mental game. Could have been actually hurt. Now, Darren Darren is looking heavily into it. Uh, he says, uh, watching Sirianni's victory locker room speech, the players didn't seem to be as passionate in their responses as they have been. Um, I think his main – when he started off his speech, he said, a win is a win is a win. Um, I mean, I, I do like the wins, man. If he, they went 10-5, and five, I think I would have went down there with a sign. Point, point blank, period. Do you think that there is a lack of belief in the locker room? That's just the thing. I mean, it definitely was expressed yesterday, and I I think it's it, it was expressed by Devontae, but I think there's a couple more guys definitely feeling like the way he's feeling. They just haven't had their balls dropped to go ahead and express it the way he did yesterday. So do you but, think that they're viewing it like there's a writing on the wall sort of situation, or do you think that there's we're looking too much into it? I, I mean, we definitely are looking too much into it. I mean, look, let's like let's let's pump the brakes. The whole Let's get rid of Sirianni. I know, Bob, Bob, you, listen, you're entitled to your opinion and everything. I get it. But come on, let's be realistic. I mean, Evan, you dropped the knowledge. Like, my man's been – his his stats is crazy, the winning record. You're definitely not going to go ahead and fire a coach right now That's that's been hot for us for the past three seasons. I mean, he's been one coach that's done a lot that other coaches haven't been able to do. I mean, last week, God, when we were almost there to beat Seattle, if we would have just kept him on that last drive, held him down, he would have been the first coach to beat Seattle – in all these years, you know, I mean, that's the type of things. But I mean, at least he was there. Like, so there's so much out of him right now. There's a lot of there's a lot of things going on. I get it. There is a lot of things going on, but there's plenty of time to go ahead and fix this shit, and he will fix it. So, you know, I, I think they just they they need to just pump the brakes a little bit. Now, Sean says definitely feel like Hertz has been playing injured for a lot of the season. I'm sure it'll come out posted. Yeah, I mean, you always hear it later on. Um, but I mean, 
you could just see it. I mean, from the stands, seeing him walk to the sidelines, I remember that one time when Prime, I'm like, we're like, did you see the way he just walked like he had a diaper on? Like, he did not look <laughs> right. Um, but Bob from Down Under from Australia is demanding answers. Do you think a guy with Hurt's personality would respect a guy like Sirianni, loudmouthed, unhinged, yelling at fans? Forcing Hertz to run stuff that didn't work three years ago. Um, FOH, of course, the locker room split. Um, my thing, I do remember the time when Sirianni was getting like loud, and Jalen was like, he was like, chill coach, you know, you don't gotta. But I, I do think there's a level of respect in his uh, self awareness. I think the way that you have to coach these days with some of these players. It's a different it's a different league than it was ten years ago or even five years ago. You see what you saw what the Giants had up, you know, they had a they had a Patriots disciple in there who thought he was Belichick. It didn't work. You have to be able to have a balance, I feel like. And being in Philadelphia, you have to have a balance where you can actually Coach alongside Howie and and, and Lurie and such. You- yeah. So I, I want to. I just want to go ahead and answer Bob real quick, and then I'm gonna head out, fellas, because I gotta go ahead and take care of something. Uh, but I just want y'all, I, I, Bob. I want you to understand this, man. Yeah, I think Jalen definitely respects Nick Sirianni. I love Nick Sirianni because he is that coach because he he expresses himself. That's what we want. I am not mad at that shit. Not mad at it at all. I love the way that he interacts with the fans against other fans. Um against other coaches he's that coach that's going to go ahead and let the coach on the other side side of the field know how he feels i mean he was he you see some of his facial reactions on some of these uh you know times where the other coach is talking to the referees about a play or a a call that they're trying to get and nick seriani is like what the fuck are you crying about now like you can see his expressions i love those i love seeing it all the time so yeah i think jalen is all for it i don't think that has any effect whatsoever i mean again i go back to what i said I think they just slightly have to go ahead and get themselves together. Um, you know, it is a question to be asked. Is there some type of thing going on in the locker room? Who knows? But I don't think it's that serious. And people are looking way more into it than what they need to right now. Um, I think we're going to be fine. But we need to take these two weeks to just go ahead and tidy up on that just as well as other things that we need to go ahead and fix um, before this playoff run. Uh, with that being said, fellas, I love Primo! y'all. Yeah. I will talk to you guys uh, during the week. All right, let's go for that next win. We gotta go ahead and finish strong. Go he's birds! A, he's yes, about sir. to get some. He's about to get some tacos and. and <laughs> nah, nah, it ain't nothing like that, man. I gotta respect. Why you got an appointment? You know what I mean. So I'm gonna go ahead and go hold it down with the kids. Take it um, easy. All right, man. I'll um, talk to you. I, all right, I'll talk to you, yeah. Rob. Uh, right. I I just want to say something that I know is actually going to be uh, a little bit controversial in the Eagles world, um, but be, coming off of what Bob had to say. Um, I'm going to be completely real when things are down with this team. Um, when we were on that three game skid, I think that there is both, both Nick Sirianni and Jalen hurts have uh, things about their character that can annoy people. I'm not going to lie. I, th- I think that Nick Sirianni, you look at it and he is that boisterous type of, you know, um, guy. And he, he wants to sit there and talk shit. But I think that Nick Sirianni at the very least is perceptive of what people are saying and uh, whenever he's, he takes it a little bit too far. Nick Sirianni, if you remember, like, I think it was his first season as the head coach. You remember when he was wearing that beat Dallas shirt? And then we yep. ended up getting crushed by Dallas. And nah, then everybody nah, was on. 
everyone was on Nick Sirianni's ass talk about you got to stop with the uh, you know with with the t-shirts and just focus on getting this team right. Uh, and then on the other hand, there's there's Jalen Hurts uh, who you know in that three game skid, I think that Jalen Hurts uh, when things are great, he's got this aura about him, and he's like he is Philadelphia man. He is like you know this hardworking uh, you know best player on the on the team type player. Um, but then when we're losing, man, I'm not going to lie. The, the, I saw, I saw someone explain it as soft-spoken slam poetry, uh, on Twitter. And I was like, yeah, that shit gets old when, when, when we're losing, I'm not going to lie. That shit gets old and I'm sick of hearing it. <laughs> um, we asked you to shoot your questions. Tyrone, he's like, answer my question. We're, we're doing a Tyrone. Uh, he says if Dallas lose and we win. Do we rest against the Giants? No, because we have to win out because it's not about Dallas it's about the Lions so we I don't, I don't believe we're going to be resting um but we the, the fact is we need Dallas to to beat the Lions I ain't rooting for shit so if it's any time to uh break out your cowboy hat <laughs> it, it's <laughs> it's a weird scene but I'm just saying I'm rooting for a tie that, 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 that's that, the best gives, case that, that gives us the two seed. Yeah. It gives us the two seed. Uh, shout out to shout out to Warren. He said, woo, woo. Uh, what's good, fellas? Uh, shout out to Warren again. When you're on the road, sometimes you run into uh, folks. Um, I got some funny, some fo- funny footage here. It's uh, in Seattle. <laughs> uh, we ran into uh, Warren and his wife. Very and nice. we went to, it's probably one of the grossest things you've ever seen. It's a wall of gum. So in Seattle, this is all gum. Oh my god! So you go out there. That's that's the epicenter of COVID right there. That's where I it did, started. I didn't have any gum, so Warren hit me off with some gum. He's like, "Do you need some gum? You stick you stick something in there." I did. I did. Um, it was pretty gross. I couldn't imagine like owning that business and your wall becomes the gum wall just by accident. It's, it's a whole. It's a whole hole. So it's pissed. There's gum everywhere. I'm like, do you clean this off? Do they? I don't know. This this gum looks like it's been there since uh, the 80s. <laughs> since the Emancip- Pro- Emancipation Proclamation was signed. But it's pretty nasty, though. And that's probably why, how, why I have a cold now. You know? Look at that. <laughs> You're like, what do you do with this? <laughs> Fucking sicko. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not put, I'm not putting my gum on someone else's gum. Ivan says they clean it periodically. But whose job is that? Someone's not getting paid enough. Somebody's resume, gum cleaner. <laughs> uh, now talk about uh, Philly sports trips. They are putting together a trip. They've been taking um, the weeks off just like we have been. Um, their next tailgating trip is going to be uh, at New York. New York. And I'm, I'm kind of figuring out where I'm at in terms of it's going to be last game of the season. Finish strong. I feel like uh, that might be a game that I need to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to. Trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. Um, you know, any any other questions that you've seen there? Um, Nicole Tone brings up Slaying to at least six players who should be in the Pro Bowl on his podcast. Is he right? And if not, who are your all picks? I'm trying to remember uh, which one he yeah, said. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to know who who we pick. I think AJ is one. Smitty. Uh, Smitty. I think that hurts. Um, 
maybe. <laughs> uh, Kelsey. Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson. Uh, Dallas Gunner. Mm, Missed too many games. Yeah. I'm trying to think defensively. Uh, Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott should be getting a Pro Bowl vote. I don't know. I'd have to see the list that he came up with. Now, looking at this comment here, the Siri and Hertz have complementary personalities. It works. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't need the same energy. It's like fire and ice, man. That's what it is. Yeah. Like my thing is with Jalen. I think he's so used to being a coach's kid, and you like if if you're, well, I'm a coach's kid. Mm-hmm. There's a point in time where you you're yelled at so much, and you're you're always. It's almost like the level of what you the standard your standard as a coach's kid is always higher than the, your teammates. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he, I feel like he, he's used to being coached like and being coached hard. Like it, it's cool with them to yell at him because he's I, I, he's a I coach's believe, kid. I believe so too. But then I mean, we see this, but then there's also you know some of the same boneheaded decisions that are being made. Week in and week out, holding on to the ball too long, and uh, you know, trying to trying to force stuff. Now, Todd says that he thinks that the three game stretch uh, will be good for his this team in the playoffs. Adversity can be good for the soul. Speaking from experience, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I almost forgot. Uh, if you're looking to book a trip with Philly Sports Trips, hit them up at phillysportstrips.com or Sports Trips PHL on um, Twitter or Philly underscore Trips. Philly underscore sports underscore trips on IG. Um, Elena says, Bob, man, you're being overdramatic. Comments have spoken. Um, yeah, it's, it's all right. I mean, <laughs> but we, uh, we're always going to have people that are, uh, you know, bringing us back down to reality after a win. <laughs> mm. it, it, it wasn't a gorgeous win, so I understand why everybody isn't over the moon right now. Ultimately, we we have struggled against backup quarterbacks this year, and that's not something uh, that should be ignored. But uh, Tommy DeVito, it's not like he had much success. He got benched. Um, who knows? Um, Tony says, did you guys see that post-game speech, though? Looking at the player's reaction, it just doesn't seem like a happy locker room. Something's off. Hope it can be fixed. Speculation. <laughs> Your Honor. That's Your speculation. Honor, you're speculating. Badger, badgering the witness. No, I didn't see enough smiles in the room, pal. Okay. They they said they were playing some Christmas music back there. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I feel like there is something. There's something. I think that there's people on this on this team that aren't fully believing, and that's gonna be a problem. But I'm hoping that uh, these these next two games against Arizona against the Giants. Everybody's a believer heading into the playoffs. That's what we need to make happen. Mm. Uh, let's see. Um, I, I just think in general, I'm on the. I'm always on, on the positive side of things. I always feel like um, I'm a silver lining searcher as well. You know what I mean? Like uh, obviously, I, I see some things that I'm concerned about. And my 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 hope is in the next two weeks. I, I'm I'm kind of a Smitty guy, like. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you if you don't get it together in two weeks, we got two weeks. Like you you got two weeks. He's just repeating this, mm-hmm. so that means he's like, you know what happens in two weeks if we don't get it together. 
Can't do this against good teams. Um, but again, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, shout out to Kev. He says, what's, what's good, Gail? So we sat in front of you and said, if you, you can't miss Kev, big man. He could he could be Lane Johnson's replacement. <laughs> We're talking about getting a right tackle in here. No disrespect to, to like, uh, I mean, Jack Tristel. Uh, Adam's shooting for uh, Lane Johnson for Pro Bowl. That, that's a given. Mm-hmm. It's a given. Yeah, I agree. Tony Byrne saying winning fixes everything. That's what I've been saying all along here. You rattle, you rattle off some more wins, fi- fixes the locker room, fixes how we're feeling about this team. Hey, this one win against the Giants, did it cure my um, ailing heart? Perhaps. Uh, I mean, the, the, maybe, the, like, maybe like 50%. Yeah. Like it, my, my, I was in my fields after the Seattle trip. I, I, I came home. Well, not home. I came back to my hotel and I was like, you know what? Fuck I need. I, I was like, I need. I was like, I need a break right now. Like, I don't like. I don't want to talk about no Eagles. Give me, give me, give me the f- Seattle's finest salmon. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm like, you know. At the end of the day, I was just like, this team has got to find themselves. You know, we were this close to being twelve and twelve and three. We were this close. It's all I mean, right, man. It's it's all about how the season ends. Oh, look at Kev. Kev says he's not officially retired. Yeah, I just had that up there, pal. Oh yeah, I didn't re- I didn't read it. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Any any uh, last things that you want to bring up before we get out of here? Not eagles. That we wise. missed. Not eagles. Uh, go ahead. Go off. Go off topic, man. Listen, bitch. That 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 ninety year old woman that hit and ran my car in Sewell, New Jersey. Uh, we're gonna find you. Twenty four hour lockdown, shoe program, the whole deal. You're you're done. You're screwed. Okay. So to, uh, you didn't. You, Steve, car, you, hit and run my car, bro. Yeah, Come you on. gotta you gotta give him some context here. You just... So I, I I was at a family party at my aunt and uncle's house. I live. First of all, I live in Philadelphia. I don't live in the nicest neighborhood. Shots have popped off during this show before while I've been recording. It's true. Um, so you know, if this were to happen in Philadelphia, it's like one of those to be expected sort of things. I was in the burbs in um, Jersey, in, in Jersey, in Sewell, and I was uh, attending a family party. And I come back out and I go to open my driver door, and the door won't open because somebody uh, hit the fender in front of the door. And just left. No, no note, no nothing. And then um, there's some red paint in the in the in the spot that hit me as well. And the bumpers uh, hanging on for life. No, no, just the fender got hit. Um, but where I was sitting, there's really only I didn't get sideswiped because there's no damage to the door. It's just the front fender uh, right in front of my driver's side door. Um, so it looks like somebody backed into it with a red car. And I talked to the neighbor because they had a a a, a uh, ring doorbell cam. I said, hey, do you have any footage? And they said, oh, my 90-year-old sister left about an hour ago. Um, she was driving a red car. I could give her a call. And then she calls her, and she's like, yeah, I called her. She said she didn't hit anything. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, now now I'm, I'm holding the bill for a, uh, a $750 deductible for an accident I didn't cause. Um, but I, I, I sat there cracking up. I was like, this would never happen in North Philly. The burbs are ghetto. That's why I got out of them. 
Roles reversed. Um, is that your last word? That was my last word. So fuck that lady. Going my Christmas Eve. <laughs> Ev was Ev was uh, sending us pictures of like the uh, the car and the damage every every year. It's something. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up. You might you might want to you might want to move. Dude, it happened in Jersey, dog. Um, you might want to move. That's that's what I'm dealing with right now. Look at that, man. Nice. See that? I got I got an opening into my my car. Very cool. Thanks, hey, that, lady. That, that car is on life support. Uh, but talking about the things that have been supporting us over the past couple of years, how about um, how about Bud Light? Shout out to Bud Light for holding us down at the tailgates. We appreciate you guys over the years. Uh, appreciate all you do for us. Um, shout out to Concha Hawk and Italian Bakery. Sh- make sure you go and find our people's. Uh, uh, make sure you say hi to Tina if you want a beautiful tomato pie with your face in it, or maybe somebody who uh, hit and run your car. Uh, they could do anything. They could do anything you, on you your think pie. I could send those pictures to Tina and she can make a tomato pie? You should. I could send, I could send it to my insurance company. <laughs> like this is the lady who hit, hit my car. Make sure you give them some love. Shout out to Rebel, who who's given our tailgate some wings over the last couple weeks, months. Yeah, huge hit. Um, and shout out to Evan Hollywood Hearn with with cheesesteaks. Shout out to you, my guy. And Alex with his uh, array of taco meats. You know, he's he's like Alex very versatile, down, bro. Very versatile. Um, last word, I'm going to say, um, my last word before I get out of here, I appreciate you guys all in the comments. I appreciate all you guys on the road, people that, uh, we, we run into and we, we see over the various trips what we take or just come up and say how much they appreciate the content. Um, I also want to give a shout out to, uh, Northwest Bird Gang again for all, all the hospitality out in Seattle. Um. And shout out to all the families that support us doing all what we do. That's right. Shout out to our loved ones because uh, at the end of the day, I realize Amanda's a real one, bro. It, it's time to you know you got to appreciate uh, your family that uh, holds you down. And uh, Christmas was great. Dwayne. Shout out to Dwayne. Yeah. Shout out for Dwayne with the uh, amazing. Um, get something nice. Home, home. What do you call them? Home gifts when you get a house. Housewarming gifts. Oh, oh housewarming gifts. Okay. Shout out to him. Shout out. Very nice. Shout out to him and my dad. Um, but again, yeah, shout out to all the families that support. And uh, anything else other than go birds? Go and we'll birds. see you guys in the next one. Shout out to uh, Hollis and shout out to Mal. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Go birds. <laughs>